and welcome to Wicked Slice, the only D&D 5e crossover powered by baked goods. My name is Joshua Gould. I am your dungeon master for this 10-part journey with the crew from Wicked Game. I'm joined tonight by Nikki, who will be playing Rico Grease, Michelle, who will be playing Lavina Levy Payne, Tom, who will be playing Keris Welk, and Alicia, who will be playing Captain Guy Captain. Yes, that is his real name. This podcast is taken from the live-streamed episodes previously shown on twitch.tv forward slash wickedgamerpg and then posted to the Wicked Game YouTube channel. Our apologies for the slight decrease in audio quality, but we hope you'll be able to enjoy the episode nonetheless. If you'd like to view the entire unedited recording of this live stream, then please make your way over there where you can catch all of their current releases. There is no middle bit this week, we've decided to give the middleman who I hear is devilishly handsome some vacation time. So I will take this opportunity to ask you to make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Slice, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, where you can see all of our slices and some of our adventures on our off-season. And while you're at it, why not follow Wicked Game as well at Wicked Game RPG. W-I-C-K-E-D-G-A-M-E-R-P-G. They're very friendly folks, as you're about to find out. And finally, just before we jump into this exciting episode, I'd like to encourage you to take a look at Geeky Clean's range of bath bombs and all sorts of other bath time paraphernalia. They've even introduced a subscription service where you can get regular deliveries of your favourite bath time products. And don't forget, you can use that code DICENASLICE, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, at checkout to get 10% off your next order. Bath Bomb's not your thing? Maybe you prefer badass TTRPG jewellery and accessories. If that's the case, then you should head over to Witch Hunt Store to pick up everything you, or that special geek in your life, could ever want or need. And you know what? You can even use that code DICENASLICE at checkout there as well. Check out our Instagram to see some of the beautiful polyhedral dice drop earrings that Alicia got for Christmas. Well, that's it from me. All that remains is to thank everyone who has supported us on our Ko-Fi, but especially to Benjamin, who has kindly chosen to subscribe to us. Thank you, Benjamin, from all of us here at Dice and a Slice. And a special thank you to Alicia, who's taken four hours of audio and edited it into something wonderful, coherent, and most importantly, not four hours long. And now, without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of Wicked Slice. Uh, so, previously, you guys got a map off the back of some guy who died in the world's favourite megapub. The, well, he didn't die in the megapub, but he was found and de-skinned in the world's favourite megapub, uh, The Last Hope. On leaving The Last Hope, uh, you guys caused a great deal of chaos in your wake, including but not limited to uh, grease fire and uh, leaving behind a skull that spewed gems and tried to bite you when you moved the gems. You also caused a great deal of damage to many ships as you were leaving because pirates and then left The Last Hope heading out into the open waters following Andromeda's guide. As you guys approached the black mists you felt a tension in the air a rumble you saw that you were being followed by many ships though they were quite a way away because of the chaos that you had previously caused ahead of you the mists began to swirl and move and there was the sound of a war gong as 
cutting through the mists was a huge metal battleship, easily four times the size of your little boat. As the boat, as the ship itself hoved into view, you saw uh, three huge figures stood at the prow. One uh, looks a bit like a hill giant, one looks a bit like a cloudy giant, and one absolutely clad in metal and fire uh, was a fire giant. Uh, Andy, Andromeda, also noticed that on the on the deck of the ship were several dwarfs who, uh, next to the scale of the giants, looked like ants running around. The war gong was gonged on your end and their end. <laughs> the other ships are all far off in the distance. We're not yet in initiative. You don't know if they're gonna hurt you. All you know is that they did bang that war gong. So what would you like to do? They hit their war gong, but like Andy hits the gong all the time, so it's probably... It usually doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything, right? Yes, it, it usually means like breakfast or something like that, yeah, to be honest. Maybe they're just having breakfast. Why don't we just try and like dart around the, the bottom, you know? Captain, my captain, if we go around the bottom, we will sink. That is not the way we No, go. I mean like around the to the left of that ship. Like Oh no. but let's just go around, yeah. Usually I would I would say yes please to a to a fight, but um it is a big boat, is it not? Yeah. I feel like it might uh, you know, might be better just to try and get away from this fight just for this once. Yeah. Everybody roll me a perception jack, please. Uh, do I have to, considering I'm downstairs you are downstairs you do not have to roll a perception check oh that was a natural 20 first roll of the game which means my perception was a 34. oh my god fuck me i got a gentle 15. a 15. i got a shitty seven and a shitty seven levy you don't notice this and i'm very sorry that's fine but captain guy captain you notice that andy has just is laying down she seems to have fallen over she's laying down something weird has happened to andromeda but Keris, you would have seen uh, as the ship with the giants came into view, uh, Andromeda's skin started to glow faintly, ever so slightly, like when she uses her starry form ability. I mean, you got a 37, so I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Andromeda's eyes filled with stars, as they do, like there's a galaxy sort of lost inside them. She sways for a moment, and you see, it's like an, like an, an impression of a version of Andromeda just leaving her corporeal form. And she, she doesn't like fall to the ground, like hit the deck. She very gently just as though lowered by someone. Like a, a reverse uh, a Dracula. <laughs> like a reverse Dracula, yes. Do I see like where the, the, the projection projects uh, onto? You see that this impression sort of leaves from the chest as though like it was, it, like almost like it was pulled out like through a, through a heartstring or something. Yeah. And actually given your connection to sort of spiritual soul stuff, you would you would recognize this as being a similar effect as to when someone uh, tries to enter the ethereal plane <laughs> or the astral plane, possibly. So uh, does this happen often? Uh, for Andromeda, it has been known to happen. Okay, okay. In that case, um, I think it's it's less less me going, oh shit, something's happened to Andy. It's more, uh, and fuck, we've lost another person. Um, I kind of uh, sigh, look over at uh, Levy and sort of say, um, it looks like we are down one as well so this does not look good maybe she just drank too much so i'm just giving her like a little slap around the face like come on come on andy 
We kind of need you right now. Um, it's it's weird when you're when you're slapping her. It's like it's not like she's asleep. It's like she's dead. Everything's still working. Her heart's still pumping. She's still breathing, albeit slowly. But it's like it's like she's an empty marionette, you know. Oh. Um, I think I go over to the barrel where I keep the tarpaulin that I use mm -hmm. for uh, Andy when she goes into this state, and I sort of start to start to sort of wrap her up and like just tie the end of the tarp to the to the deck just in case, you know. Sure. And I think I will. Yeah, I'll look look round uh, to Levy and sort of say, um, "It is it is your decision, but I think it may be maybe easier to <laughs> sort of side eye uh, Captain uh, Captain Guy Captain never so slightly, but I, I think it might." be better to uh to go around oh uh, yeah 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 i think yeah. it's a really clever idea to go around uh that was my idea captain go captain take us around yeah i i, I can do do you guys know if rico's got like little boosters on on the ship or, or anything i know he kind of no what are you uh, talking about <laughs> no he, do, he doesn't do anything that. to the ship he just like picks it up you are getting paranoid captain guy captain, <laughs> captain, guy, captain just looks around at like the makeshift crow's nest and all the shit <laughs> you guys have I think, as I'm saying, you are getting paranoid, Captain Guy. Captain, I kind of press the little uh, the little button on uh, on the deck that, that uh, brings out the um, the sort of the propellers or the, the, the automatic doors. Or all, all those buttons do is ring a series of bells down on the bottom deck, and it takes Rico far too long because they're all identical bells, and if he's not looking at the right time, he can't see what bell was ringing. But is that the bolt bell? Rico's just down there going, "Check on." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right guys I, I can show you you know they've, they've got a big boat but we've got a speedy boat this is why this is the boat for you captain's gonna swing the okay. boat wheel okay sh show us what he does you guys planning to move quickly or stealthily they've already seen us haven't they i feel like speed is better than uh trying to hide that's fair we're the only other boat in the ocean at the moment <laughs> Right, Captain Guy Captain, roll me a d20 plus your intelligence plus your proficiency score, please. I rolled a 16. A 16, yeah. So you are able to wheel the test drive around. Uh, are you going to just move in a completely like right angle direction, moving straight down? Or are you going to try and just move around I'd them? Kind of, yeah, like curve. Try and curve it around. We just sure. need to get into the mists before they hit us. That is the goal. You move the ship out the way and you start to move it around. It seems to go quite smoothly. You hear a few things under deck move around. Uh, Rico, you sort of feel like, oh, could have done with a warning on that. <laughs> Being made of grease, you, uh, you're quite sensitive to, the, to like fast movements of the ship. Yeah. As... You guys move. You feel the ship move towards you. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I would like you all to roll initiative, please. Oh. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Rico? 13. Keras? That's a 15. Levy? 7. 7. Seven. <laughs> and Captain Guy Captain? Guy Captain got a 21. <laughs> oh, 21. no. That's what you guys want because... Because Captain Guy Captain is the pilot of the test drive. Oh, Captain Guy Captain controls where the ship goes. So, top of the initiative is, without much surprise to anybody, Captain Guy Captain. Captain Guy Captain always comes first. <laughs> Captain Guy Captain Slogan, never not coming. He's just dribbling all the time. The ship has a speed of 70 feet per round. Nice. And Captain Guy Captain, it's your your turn. So you may take the dash action if you wish and spend that time focusing on driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. Um, I just want to keep going round round the ship. Lovely stuff. Captain Guy Captain, that is your action mm -hmm. and your movement, so to speak. 
Um, can you please roll me another ship handling check? So that is a 19. 19. Another very good check. I got new dice today. Uh, they're the Kraken dice, which might be a bad omen, but you know. It's <laughs> Anything you guys do on this round will have advantage because of the good sailing from Captain Guy Captain. I did it. Go Captain Guy Captain. That includes anything that you do physically on the ship or anything that you make the ship do. For example, cannons. Amazing. <laughs> good to know. However, next in the initiative, it is the captain of this big metal boat. You see this huge giant stood near the front of the ship yell out a command and these big smokestacks in the middle of it just start to absolutely blast out smoke and flames come out of these exhaust channels and the boat moves towards you guys now this boat is slow is not is not slow so as the flames and the smoke start to blast out of the top you see even the giants on top lurch a bit and those of you paying a really close eye you'd see a load of dwarfs just like go off the side and they're all in like heavy leather armor like it's got leather but it's got rings inside it and they all just whoosh off the side of the boat as it wheels around and begins to move. Oh dear me. Don't say the that. Boat's gonna make it boat's gonna make a charge attack. <gasps> As the plow at the front of this ship uh, makes contact, I need all of you to make me a strength saving throw, please. Rico at advantage. Is this a save against being knocked prone? It is a save against being knocked prone. And then I get advantage because of my sea legs. Hey. <laughs> look at those sea legs. Oh, look at those sea legs go. Uh, 15 for Levy. Okay. 17 for Rico. So you remember when I got the 34 earlier? I do, yes. Um, I got I got a 3, minus 2, so a 1. Oh, no. It's a dirty 1. It's a dirty 1. <laughs> I got a 14. So everyone apart from Rico, you are knocked prone by the force of the impact of this boat against your boat. And the good ship itself takes 24 bludgeoning damage. I don't know if that's a lot or not in comparison to a boat, so it's not insubstantial. Can <laughs> we get hit like that again? Um, so you reckon that is about a tenth of your health uh, of your boat. Rico's not worse than that. As this great, vast ocean liner charges into the side of your ship, knocking all of you bar Rico prone. Rico, you haven't got a fucking clue what's going on. Um, You're just like, what the fuck? But you do, Rico, notice on the right-hand side of the boat, there is a big hole. Karis, it's your turn. Thanks. (laughs) From where we are right now, Mm -hmm. would I be able to see anyone on the deck of their ship currently? I mean, you can see the big boys. Sick. So I think I will I will use half a month movement to get up. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take the pistol from uh, one of my holsters. What one is the biggest or scariest? The scariest okay. one would be the fire giant who's got two big ass shields and is covered in metal armor. Oh. Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at him and I'm not gonna sharpshoot at him because you want to try and hit him. It's gonna be harder to get. That him. tracks, yeah. Uh, that'll be a twenty to hit. Karis, you aim a pistol up, you squeeze the trigger, you see your bullet flying true, and actually it looks like it's gonna be a really good shot. And then this fire giant just moves back, moving one of its two huge shields almost in slow motion, and your bullet just ping. Um, can I use my reaction? You can use your reaction. Um, so Captain Guy Captain is gonna yell, Karis, you've gotta protect the sticker! And you can re-roll your attack. Seriously? That's a Captain Guy Captain special. In the spec of the captain, it says that they shout threatening things. But obviously, <laughs> Captain can't shout anything threatening. So here's a, a pathetic please. 
is what is what you get from Captain Her Captain. I mean, hey, listen, I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, that fuck me. Okay, thank you very much. That was a nineteen. So all in all, a uh, thirty-one to hit. Will that hit? Thirty-one will just about hit. Yeah. Oh, cheers, <laughs> bud. That'll just be nine points of damage. Every little um, helps against. Uh, that big bastard. I think I point up to him um, with my bonus action and say, I don't like you uh, to myself, yeah. really. <laughs> I hex him. You hex him? He's going to have disadvantage on wisdom. Cool. And I'm going to use the, the last of my 15 foot to start running up towards the um, the, the crow's nest. Up to the crow's nest. Cool. Uh, next in the initiative, Rico! So I'm going upstairs and I'm going to see the big hole. Mm-hmm. How big is this big hole? It's about five feet by five feet. Oh, it's long. Yep. Bigger than a mending can do. Mm. Right. The boat's just crashed into us and there's a hole, right? Yes. I'm going to walk towards the hole. I'm going to put my hand out and touch the boat in front of me and cast Reduce. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, yay! It do, it do be that object, though. How much does it reduce it by? By half. <laughs> The boat is going to use one of its legendary resistance. Oh my god. That would have been so epic. You put your hand on the boat, Rico, and you're like, fuck you. And you see, like, the front, the metal start to buckle and shrink. Um, those of you on top see as the as the as the cloud giant kneels down briefly, touches all of their fingers to the boat, and there's this like this blue pulse that just goes around it. And then Rico, you see the metal just like ping back out. That is one of the three legendary resistances. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's fucked. That spells crazy, dude. I'm gonna bonus action summon my force ballista and send it upstairs. You do so. That's Rico's turn. Yep. And I now know what Rico's next three turns are. Yep. <laughs> good. Next up, uh, the you you hear a rumbling on the ship as uh, the as the hill giant yells out a command. Do any of you speak giant? Uh, no. The hill giant yells out a command. It's sort of what you hear. Now the problem is just Nikki in real world speaks giant, so I know what you just said. Oh, that's fine. If you want a meta game, that's, absol- okay, that's right. absolutely okay. Yeah. Um, How wild would it be if Captain Guy Captain did speak it? If Captain Guy Captain spoke giant, I would, that would be mad. literally bust a nut right now. <laughs> None of you can see directly on the deck of the ship, but you hear the sounds of lots of tiny footprints. And Levy, yeah. you would see the dragon-mounted thing on the front. The head of it tips down. There's a sound that you recognize from when you're downstairs and Rico starts up the engine. You hear the sound of a pilot light being lit. I don't want, thank you. That's what you That's what you hear. Nothing else seems to happen. Levy, it's your turn. Oh, oh, well that, that's new information. Guys, if I'm honest, I'm still not over the fact that enlarge reduce works on objects. Yes, yeah, The implications it's, for this. It's fuck wild, and what I'm going to do in in the in between is uh, look up the limitations for objects. <laughs> what is an object? It's, yeah. it's an object. No, everything is an object. It's not a creature. In D&D, there are two states of being: object or creature. The second you die, you become an object. Well, yes, but actually no, because like a ship is made of lots of objects. I mean, by that logic, so it's every object. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will uh, cast reduce and specifically the the ferrous, <laughs> the ferrous uh, elements of this object. That's true, though. It do be like that. Can Levy fly up to be eye level with their captain? Um, you can certainly 
fly up to that height, I'm not sure you'd be able to necessarily get like above the boat. So sorry, I can fly up, but I, they wouldn't necessarily be able to see me? Okay, okay. It's a big boat. I don't know what to do. You could put out uh, the pilot light. Yeah, would I know how to do deal with that? You know how to deal with fire. All I'm thinking is casting some sort of spell to try and short circuit it or something. Yeah, absolutely. Try it. Let's do a let's do a witch bolt. Okay. That's gonna set it off, isn't it? <laughs> I am enjoying this. Yes. Cast witch bolt. What what are you casting witch bolt on? So Levy's not the brightest, but she's watched uh, Rico do a lot of stuff. I think I wanna fire a witch bolt down the center of it. Okay. Like, so whatever's gonna come out, like I'm firing at it first. Cool, um, roll to hit, and it's a, it's a rather precise shot, but it is against metal, and it's an electric thing, so there's things cancelling each other out. 15. Unfortunately, you uh, let out this witch bolt. You see the arcane lightning just sort of crackle from your fingertips. It moves forwards, but the metal itself seems to just absorb the most of it. You do watch as like some of their some of the hair on the probably the hill giant to be honest just sort of just goes <laughs> like on end, but it doesn't seem to have any tangible impact. Certainly not in the way that you're intending it to have. Then I'm just going to back away and say, uh, Captain, I think this boat needs to move much faster if you want us to buy it, and if you also <laughs> don't want us to die. That's my turn. I'm so that was a terrible turn. I'm sorry. Hey, it's a, it's a difficult encounter. You're a level 14, so... I'm, I'm not apologizing for a difficult encounter. Wow. I did nine damage and that was it. <laughs> so next up is the cloud giant. It lumbers forwards to the front of the boat. No. And then disappears. No. Leaving oh, behind I, just a I, blue swirl. Counter spell. You're gonna do counter spell? Yeah. Okay, what level are you casting counter spell at? I'll do it third. Okay. As it runs forwards, disappears in a puff of smoke, and then Levy, what do you do to counter spell? No, no, no. I don't think so. And then it reappears, and it looks as though it was trying to adjust itself to land somewhere else. Uh, roll me a stealth check, Levy. 19. 19. Yeah, you're fine. This this cloud giant reappears just on the prow, and it's like... Uh, it looks a little bit light on its feet. Right, top of the round, Captain Guy Captain. So, at uh, first he looks a bit sad, because when um, Levy says, oh, if you don't want us to die, part of Captain thinks he's been dead this whole time, but he can't be sure. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's because of something that Karis would have said. Possibly. I think it feels a bit like purgatory at this point. You know what I mean? Like he's been stuck in this weird loop with this weird group for so long. 100%. Um, but then he sees her say, no, no, no. And he's like, Levy, you'll, you'll make a great captain, mate. They're not on the insurance. Good eye. Um, and he's, he can, 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 are we stuck on this boat or can I just keep going You're away? not stuck. The boats are sort of like... So it sort of collided with the boat as the boat was moving, but obviously because D&D &D combat is weird. Yeah, so I'll use half my movement to stand up because I'm still lying on the deck. Yes, you um, are. And I'll then use the rest of my movement and a dash to speed away. Please. Well, because your movement isn't the boat's movement, you're fine. So you can just like pull yourself up on the steering wheel as you do so. Yeah, and I'm going to keep kind of going down slightly diagonally so that we're not at the side where their cannons may be. Yeah. Cool, okay. Rico with his hand outside of the boat going, oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> as the boat moves off, you know, it is still, like, the front of this boat is still obviously, like, impacted onto you guys. Thankfully, the strengthening by Rico has stopped any huge damage being done to it. Um, but there is still, like, this scrape. You know when you're, like, trying to 
like when someone's parked too close to your car and really don't give a shit about your car, so you just sort of pull forwards anyway, and there's just like this huge like oh. scrape along it. Guy Captain's just like screaming the whole time as the screeching <laughs> is happening. Oh no! <laughs> if you take it to one of our depots, we'll get that covered for you. There's this tearful screaming captain on, on the top, and there's Rico down below, like a like a kid who's just let go of his fucking balloon. Oh. Going, oh, oh. <laughs> Do you want to use a bonus action for anything, Captain Guy Captain? I don't think Captain Guy Captain has any uh, bonus actions. Good. Do I need to roll a boat check? Yes, please. Oh, you guys should have been doing everything at advantage. So that is a solid 12. Because the boat had impact from the other boat as you move off, you don't feel quite as confident. The boat doesn't move perfectly. It's not like butter. It's wonky. But you're not at any disadvantage for this next round. So you're just rolling everything flat as you were before. Okay, uh, next up is the other captain. You hear another order barked out by this huge fire giant. Your ship is definitely more nimble than this one, and it spends its turn. It doesn't go super quickly, but what happens is it positions itself behind you guys. Oh, we need to make a big turn. Oh, no. Captain Guy Captain would, would start to do the weaving like they didn't do in Game of Thrones. You've already taken the dash action, unfortunately. I just mean thematically. Like if someone's shooting, going to shoot an arrow at you, you don't run straight, you weep. Oh, you mean like Rickon didn't. Yeah. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh no! It's been, it's been so many years, I've still not seen it. My favorite thing is to sell, say spoilers after the fact. Yeah. It's a great time. Next up, in the initiative is Keris. I think I think Keris is going to use all of her movement to, to scramble up the, uh, the, the the mast. You are up the mast. You are in the crow's nest. Ka-ka! Excellent. Uh, mayest I use a bonus action to try and hide? You may. Please. Yes, absolutely. Rommy, Rommy, a oh, stealth check. Geez, you're, you're a rogue. You're a rogue, buddy. That's what you do. I do do that rogue shit. Twenty-seven. Yeah, I guess. You believe yourself to be hidden. She is, mate. <laughs> so um, I think I'm gonna uh, just point my pistol at uh, Big Boy. What's the range in your pistol? Thirty to ninety. But I do have sharpshooter, which means I is 105 feet away from. In you. that case, I sort of look down the sights of the pistol and kind of go, eh, um, and uh, grab the musket from uh, its little perch um, in on yep. my crow's nest. Yeah, yeah. And I will point that instead. It has a, a range of up to 120. Ooh, yeah, go for it. Add advantage, because yes, you're hidden. A 30 on the first, um, and a 38 on the second. Yeah, that hits, yeah. Uh, roll damage, That's don't forget your sneak 32 attack. 32 plus an extra d6 for hex. Why do I do this for, to myself? That's a one. Uh, that is uh, 33 points of damage on the fire giant. And as he gets damaged, um, a little phantom doll comes out to play uh, and goes to attack the cloud giant, I believe. Okay, does that just happen or does that need a roll? No, it just happens from Whales of the Grave. Cool. How much damage is that? 16 points of damage against the cloud giant. Nice. And I think that's my turn. Cool. You level your musket, you squeeze the trigger and this ball of lead and fire just flies out striking the fire giant. It didn't expect you to make that shot. It wasn't even moving to protect you. It was too busy concentrating on what it wants its cannoneers to do. It strikes, taking it off guard, and then almost like like the bullet phased through it. What comes out the other side instead is one of these little porcelain doll echoes. And it just like scrabs towards the cloud giant, which turns, but turns too slowly. And you see this like porcelain doll just sort of like... Uh, and do, do some of that crazy necro damage. Cheers, mate. That is your action, your bonus action, and your movement. Rico. I'm disappointed that I can't de-biggen a ship. I have actually looked it up in the DMG. 
Uh, on page 246, vehicles do not count as objects for the purpose of game mechanics. Uh. The purpose of these rules, an object is a discrete inanimate item like a window, door, sword, book, table, chair, stone, not a building or a vehicle oh. that is composed of many or other objects. Done it all to heck. Oh. I'm going with option G. Cool. First of which is bonus action. My force ballistae is going to do a shoot. Yeah, do a hit. So walk 15 foot towards and then shoot the hill giant. Okay. 29. 29 will hit. Yeah, roll damage against the hill giant. Also, he's pushed five foot. Oh. 16 points of force, force damage. damage. Lovely. As you see one of these arcane pulses fly out of your cannon and you watch as the hill giant it strikes him in the belly which kind of ripples around his body and he's pushed five feet directly away Ooh. which on a giant doesn't look all that impressive but if that had been a dwarf whoa. <laughs> there, is there anyone manning the cannons you cannot tell it is far too high up okay well we're gonna take our chances Rico's gonna lean out of the five foot hole and just flick a match uh, at the cannons and cast fireball as nice. you do okay nice. is that a 15 foot radius fireball 20 foot 20 feet, you can get every single one of those cannons and anyone standing behind them. That's exactly my plan. I have some dice to roll. <laughs> you have to be an 18. That's a deck save, isn't it? Yeah, it is. A set save. Funnily enough, these dwarfs are not that dexterous. Why do you say these things, Nikki? Because <laughs> it makes you laugh. <laughs> Sex name is funny. Okay. How much damage is that, please? 33 points of damage. 33 nice. points of damage. Got dang. As you let out this ball of flames and you see, like, I imagine it's an explosion. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. yes. And uh, you, anyone watching would see, like, a handful of dwarfs just, like, just ragdoll out over the side. One of them, like, hits the side of the test drive and just, like, you hear just, like, a very... It's almost like a wet... It's, it's, it's like if someone had thrown a slab of, of roasted something against the side and it then just, like, splashes into the ocean. Captain apologises. Um, you also hear all of the cannons go off, but uh, no cannonball comes out because it hadn't been loaded. That was the part in the movie when they play the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right, absolutely is. So he leans out of the hole in the side of his boat, takes the, mat, the lip match out of his mouth and flicks it and then just leans back in. Because cool guys don't look at explosions. Rico has never seen an explosion in his entire fucking <laughs> life. Oh, so sad. You don't even know what they look like. He can't get too close to them. But, uh, it's dangerous. Rico has caused so many, but he's never seen one. Cool, thank you, Rico. Next up is the turn of the hill giant who having been blasted by a bolt of arcane force, you're still below deck, aren't you, Rico? But your cannon is above yep. deck. So anyone watching, Captain Guy Captain especially, would see the hill giant go down and grab something. And he's not even looking. He just goes down and grabs something and holds it up. And anyone would see there's like a dwarf like wriggling in his hands and he just no. fucking pelts it at the arcane cannon. Oh. It's gonna make a uh, ranged attack. And he got a 20. It's going for your arcane cannon. So what's the AC on that? I'm trying to find that out, pal. <laughs> I feel like it might be an 18. 18, yeah. Regardless of size, the cannon has an AC of 18 and an appropriate number of hit points equal to five times your artificer level. <laughs> so flings a dwarf. Oh, Jerry. We had such a good thing going on. Dealing 21 dwarf damage to your arcane oh, cannon. I'm resistant to dwarf damage. Uh, you've taken the uh, racist feat. <laughs> yeah, dealing dealing 21 force damage to you and the dwarf who thuds against the arcane cannon and starts to leak claret over the boat. 
not moving. Oh, no. Anyone may roll me an insight check if they wish. 15. 19. 11. Slavery is not uncommon in these parts. And the way these guys are treating these dwarves is like how you've seen some people treat, like, farm animals. Specifically, like, farm animals. Guys, I would never do that to any of you. We know. <laughs> I'd like to see oh, Guy Captain so, try. So guy Captain trying to, try to throw, like, any of you. He's just trying to say that he wouldn't abuse you guys. <laughs> he, I also don't think he could. He literally couldn't. I, like, physically. I don't think the math physically works out. mentally, I don't think. The sentiment is hurt. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have you know, I've got, I've got a long sword. So. <laughs> He's literally brought a knife to a gunfight. He has, yeah. Like, I absolutely I brought my crossbow to the gunfight as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> the hill giant then lumbers behind the cannons and ends its turn there. Next up is Levy. Well, first of all, uh, she's going to um, make, like, a quick call on her pinky ring phone. Be like... <clears throat> Daddy, I need some help. There are some bad people here. Get that. And she's going to cast mirror image and two, like, uh, devils appear next to her. Uh, Levy, when you when you place that call, uh, you just hear from the other end, uh, Yeah, all right, sweetheart. I'll send someone over. <laughs> Love you, Daddy. <laughs> and yeah, these two, like, uh, spiny devils just, like, appear fl- floating around you, but they're wearing, like, suits. There's three of them in total, I think, not, not two. Oh, yeah. Three of them, and they just sort of like appear around you, and they've got very big like, uh, if you're not on the list, you're not coming in. Energy about them. <laughs> okay, me from yeah. fucking shoot out. <laughs> and then I'm gonna uh, just look up. Is it the fire giant that looks like the captain? Yep. Be like, you shouldn't mess with the test drive. You don't even know who I am. Uh, and then I'm gonna make my way down to the that front cannon. Yeah. Where is? The anchor. Are we going to do a handbrake turn? We call the anchor the anchor. <laughs> Where's the because anchor? Because we got we lost the first anchor and we had to use the backup anchor. I want to do a handbrake turn. The anchor is at the back. It would be your action to uh, deploy it. Okay, so that's not going to work. The anchor on the test drive is very cool. It's an immovable rod, just like attached to a very good chain. And it just takes an action and it just goes like... <clears throat> and guys, that, that comes with the boat. <laughs> that's part of the uh, part of the elite safety package. Um, yeah, can I? I'll just make my way to the cannon. You can use you can use your action to fire the cannon. Oh, I just assumed it was facing forwards. That's just me being completely dim. No, it's 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 mounted on a swivel. Oh, I see. So you've got a choice of an acid jet, a fire jet, a frost shot, a lightning shot, or a poison spray. If you choose the poison spray, it will just get everyone on the boat. So I wouldn't recommend you choose that. <laughs> <It's not good. laughs> uh, can I use the frost one the frost on. shot yes the cannon the cannon will shoot a ball of frost to a point you see within 1200 feet of the cannon the ball then expands to form a 30 foot sphere radius centered on that point every creature in that area must make a dc 15 con save okay and then take you know damage and ship nice yeah i'm gonna fire that at the fire giant cool so that's a 15 it's fine um because you're not proficient you just have to beat a dc normally i wouldn't have you roll for it um because it's just a con save that the fire giant has to make oh. and also the cloud giant as well and several unnamed, unknown dwarves. They both succeed on their save, so they'll take half damage. So, 40-10, if you would like to roll that, Michelle, you absolutely may. Uh, 24. 24, so they'll each take nice. 12 cold damage. As, like, you feel like your shot also hit several dwarves, um, who are now just frozen to the deck. Thank you, uh, Levy. On your next round, you'll roll me a d6 if you want to use it again, and on a six, it'll It'll arcanely reload. Uh, next up is the Cloud Giant. 
who is going to look over at the boat, specifically at the cannon that was just shot. It's going to walk over to near the fire giant. It sort of whispers something in its ear and then turns and points directly behind Captain Guy Captain. Captain Guy Captain, directly behind you appears a serpentine beast with like huge fangs and and venom just sort of dripping out of its mouth. No. You all see this as well. No, I don't actually. I'm downstairs. <laughs> Rico doesn't see this, you're right. And it just sits there behind Captain Guy Captain menacingly. Captain Guy Captain has to live otherwise. Like that is just the unwritten law that's now being written. I'll kill whoever the fuck I want to kill, thank you. <laughs> And there is, and, and the air is filled with a low-lying sense, uh, sense of like necrosis. Gross. Uh, next up, top of the round, Captain Guy Captain. There is a big ass snake behind you. Captain Guy Captain is having an absolute panic. He sees it. How is it? Is it directly like within? It is f- directly behind him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he panics, and he's been holding his crossbow just in case, and he's going to launch a crossbow shot, kind of instinctively in panic. Okay. At this thing. You may do so. I assume I'm at disadvantage. Uh, yes, you are at disadvantage. Yes. <laughs> on account of who you are. You'll also be making your ship control check at disadvantage as well. That is a 12 to hit. Captain Guy Captain, you turn to look at this giant constrictor snake that seems a bit dead as well. And you, you try and shoot at it, but your hand is just like, they're shaking. Captain, your bolt just flies off and it pings harmlessly against the hull of the other ship. And then remember that you shouldn't shoot a crossbow at something that's right next to you, so I'm going to hit it with my sword. Okay, yeah, fling your sword out. <laughs> that is a 23 to hit. Captain Guy Captain, you uh, draw your long sword, remembering yourself. You're a captain, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> you raise your sword above your head and make a good slash into the scaled hide of this serpent, and your sword passes straight through it. <gasps> so I didn't hit. Your sword passes straight through it. You sneaky mom. Can I go the other side of the wheels? So the wheel is between me and the snake. So can I like straddle whatever the wheel is attached to and just like hold on and steer backwards? <laughs> Roll me a ship steering check at disadvantage, please. I know I know where I'm going. I just don't wanna, you know, put this have the snake behind me. Oh, that is a 16. At disadvantage, that's a 16. I rolled a 14 and a 15. <laughs> Wowie. Everybody, you have advantage on any actions you take. <laughs> From this fucking round, <laughs> as, as this Captain Guy Captain's uh, sensibilities have been affected by your <laughs> presence. This is fucking wild. He's also just screaming the whole time because he's yeah. just staring dead at the Absolutely. snake. Absolutely, like it's it's nightmare. Um, and the ship moves forwards. I guess I might angle it a bit down just because those cannons. Okay, as the boat pulls off, Captain Guy Captain, you're steering backwards. You're steering in reverse, uh, pirate. And uh, you see the snake just like flicker and then just fade out of existence. Oh, I'm hoping we've gone out of the spell's range. <laughs> Josh, I'm just, I'm not going to let you get away with your per- uh, reverse cowgirl pun. I'm just not. <laughs> so, Captain Guy Captain, thank you very much. It's now time for Captain Fire Giant Captain, who is going to bark out another order. You see the smoke stack uh, almost entirely stop producing smoke. And this ship just ominously turns on the spot. Anyone seeing would see the water below it like being churned up as though there's something unknown underneath just causing it to turn on the spot. Oh, Oh, fuck off. It's a fucking, it's a Flintstones boat. (laughs) Yeah, below, it's it's just the top. Actually, anything below is just feet. (laughs) 
Oh no, Captain wishes he was facing the other way. <laughs> and the fire giant, uh, you won't see it because it stands directly behind the the masthead. Uh, next up, Keris. Uh, well, I don't have to hide this time because we've got advantage. I can't see uh, Mr. Fire Giant, can I? No. You can just about see the cloud giant from where you are. Tutting and sighing. I think um, I'll adjust my aim to the cloud giant and, uh, yeah, just say, um, you sneaky mom, and uh, fire my... For this um, episode, Karis is going to be played by Clint <laughs> <laughs> Make my day, punk. Feel lucky punk. <laughs> Wait, that was Karis playing Clint Eastwood, not the other one. I don't think I need an advantage on the first one because I've got a net 20. <laughs> Crunchy crits. So, your first... First lot of dice are maximum damage. Oh, oh that's so much damage. 98, which is which is good, I think, maybe. For Wales of the Grave, would I get um, crunchy crit for that as well? It's just half your sneak attack damage, so it would be crunchy crits. Yeah. Oh, incredible. In that case, I'll do that for... Um, I guess I'll do that for the, for the fire giant. Yeah, you may as well. Uh, 42. Fuck me. So, Keris, you're there. You see this boat turn with this huge, like, dragon head with a with a mouth of like flickering pilot light flames you bring your musket up and you're like you sneaky bitch you squeeze the trigger effortlessly you feel for a moment like you and the musket have become one and there's a moment where like you feel your soul leave your body and you realize it's not your soul leaving the body it's the soul of one of these peg dolls flying and like Aye, Bridget. if a camera was to zoom in they would see this like little Bridget just like on the bullet, guiding this bullet to hit the cloud giant, and it strikes it square in the temple. Like it's a powerful hit. And you look, and then as just like four or five of these spiritual dolls move <laughs> out of vision from you, but you hear the sound of a cloud giant being hit by several dolls. You mean a fire giant? Fire, fire giant, sorry, yes. That is my turn. I think I think she just sort of uh, gets the gets the musket and goes... <laughs> Feeling a bit post-coital. <laughs> Great. Next up, Rico, follow that. What if I just don't? Rico, you have no um... comprehension that the boat has turned to face you. You've got no comprehension of what's going on up above. All you know is that someone flings something at your arcane cannon. I feel like you felt that. I mean, can he hear Captain Guy screaming? I feel like everyone can hear Captain Guy screaming. Yeah, That's true. Captain's always screaming, isn't he? That's true. Yeah, that is a regular Captain Captain would be screaming if there was a rat on the deck. If I lent out the hole, could I see the cloud giant? Yes, they'd be in three quarters cover. Ooh, that's fun for me, so I ignore that. Oh, do you? Fuck me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's within range, so I'm going to shoot it with with gun. I'm going to do gun? You can do gun. Do gun. Do gun. It's 28. 28 to hit the cloud giant, absolutely. It's 29 points of damage. Rico, you lean out through the porthole. You've got your got your gun in hand. You sort of just very casually lean out. Probably like leaning out impossibly far. Like anyone else watching would be like, what the fuck? That guy's just going to throw himself out the boat. He's doing a Jojo. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, you're doing a Jojo. And you just fire a shot and it flies yeah. straight and true, tracking the same trajectory that Keris's shot took as well. Doing a bit of crunch. 29 is very good damage. Mm. You know what else would be good? If my forceful estate also hit it. Let's go. Oh. Bah, bah, bah. go. That's a nat 20. Let's go. Park crunchy crits. Look at these nat 20s, guys. Crunchy crits that do do do. Crunchy crits that do do do. I'm afraid your crit has just been uncritted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 40 points of force damage. Wow. Good lord. Okay, as your force ballista sort of just picks itself up, steps over the corpse of the dwarf, turns... And there's this 
bolt of force flies out of it, striking true again. This cloud giant really going through it. Same. <laughs> Mood. Having a bad time indeed. That's my turn. Next up is the hill giant, who you cannot see, for they are too far back. The hill giant, you hear a grunt, like just a, just an upset grunt, um, as though the captain wasn't listening to the to the quartermaster or something like that. Something like that, you know. Um, you then hear like a scream, the sound of some lumbering, and another dwarf is just like seen flying over the top of the boat. Ooh, and that's just going to go straight for the boat, and that is a 23 to hit, and I believe it does. I can guarantee that the boat does more damage than uh, than is given in that in that particular scenario. <laughs> that's 24 damage to the test drive oh, no. as this dwarf just flies over and actually strikes the mast. It's a really good hit. Strikes the mast straight in the middle. Uh, Captain Guy Captain and Levy, not Keris, uh, you guys would see this dwarf just fly over, impact with the mast, and then just boom, fall to the deck. Dead. Does a bonus action. You cannot see what it is. Next up, Levy. Oh, I, can I roll, see if I get, if my gun... Roll a d6. Yes, roll me a d6. I rolled a five. You do not get a shot back on your cannon. Boom. Hang on. I'll tell you what, Levy. I'll let you expend a spell slot as a bonus action to recharge the cannon. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Because you're a sorcerer and you're good at manipulating your magic. Yeah, let me do that. That's real girl boss energy. Big, yeah, don't girl boss too close to the sun, though. Yeah, congratulations, Josh. Real girl boss energy. Uh, <laughs> hey. I think I'm going to do lightning. Cool. Because I feel like she would charge it with lightning energy. Romy and Arcana check just very quickly. This is a knowledge thing. That was a natural 20 minus one. The 19th. Wow. In the past, you guys, when, when the lightning shot has been used against things or people wearing metal, it's been very good. You feel like metal and lightning, oh. with this cannon in particular, is is juicy, juicy. Juicy, juicy. Then I will do that. Is That's this... just a save from them. Where are you aiming it in particular? Fire giant. In the radius of the fire giant, because that will hit the cloud giant as just well. Just in that area. Cool. Okay. Fire giant fails. And the cloud giant also fails. Yes. So that is going to be 6d10 lightning damage, please. It's 6d10. And you feel as though several dwarves are also uh, immolated. Not bad. 43 points of damage. 43 points of damage. Shit. As you send out this like concentrated sphere of lightning that on impact just explodes in blue and yellow just streaks of energy you hear a yell and you see the cloud giant like almost go on one knee from the damage you know like in a video game where you do a strong hit no. against something just go down on one knee it's like <clears throat> and you hear behind the draconic mouth like the, the fire giant just be like oof be, be like in pain. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> and you see as well the lightning move around the ship and it sort of coalesces on points as well. Ooh. And there's a beat, a second, a moment, if you will. And you hear something within the ship explode. You don't know what, but uh, the uh, smokestacks, the, the exhausts that were just having like low lying smoke, just like chunks of material just start getting thrown out like like a volcano erupting you feel as though you've disrupted some sort of fuel source oh, these girls fall like sausage rolls sausage 
<laughs> There's a weird Fuck energy you. today, isn't oh, there? Like parodies. Yeah. Parodies yeah. um, nuts. No, no. Is it because Lydia's not here? Is that is that what's happened? I think it's because Lydia's not this here. This is what it's like. This is what it's like. If me and Lydia isn't here, we can't like control them. Yeah, I'd understand that. I can see that happening. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, do I feel like this thing is about to blow, or just I've done a bunch of damage? It's not about to blow. It's just like oh, okay. it's just like you've caused a fire inside it. Oh, beautiful! I want to add to that fire, and I'm going to burn two um, sorcery points and cast. I'll just do a third level lightning bolt. Just at the boat or at the cloud giant? Could I fire it to try and aim for the same thing down the the dragon thing that had come out yeah, the front? Yeah, you can do that. Roll to hit. Uh, well, it's got to make a deck save. Oh, the boat has to make a deck save. <laughs> the boat will fail that deck save. Amazing. On account of the fact that it's a boat. It, Excellent. It is I a love boat. that one. It is a boat. It is a boat. Um, so that's going to be another... That's 22 points of damage to the boat. Does lightning... Am I thinking of a different spell? Does it arc between things? It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Yep. I think I yes, just it does. tell Captain Guy Captain to just duck. <laughs> As I shoot it over. <laughs> you see him like sat straddling the wheel, knowing that like he's just gonna have to like tip down. Is he just, <laughs> has he just spidered the wheel so if it turns, he's just turning with it? Captain Guy Captain. And also the Arcane Cannon. And also Rico. And also Keris. Uh huh. Make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. We're all with advantage because I did good steering. Fuck yeah. I got an 18. Hey. Oh, Cappy Cap. He's spinning on that wheel. He's, he's having a great time. I got a 27. 21. Keris, you will take half damage. <laughs> Everyone else will take full damage. Okay. Oh, buddy. As the lightning bolt causes gases inside the dragon's mouth to ignite and explode. What would have been a 90 foot cone becomes a 45 foot radius sphere. Wow. Dealing 83 fire damage to Captain Guy Captain. <laughs> no, and no, Keris. No. I, I have evasion, so uh, I actually take none. Oh, you take but. none. And uh, also Nikki, and also the boat. Captain Guy Captain, what's your max HP? My max HP is 45, so I think I'm two points away from being permanently dead. You are indeed. Oh, fuck, man. So his body is now just limp spinning on this wheel. He's completely unconscious. <laughs> this huge explosion <laughs> happens at the front of this boat. A very well-aimed shot, a very well-timed shot, because that only happens when it's being primed. Um, imagine how bad it would have been if it was a cone that would head towards you guys as the flames ignite and explode, destroying myriad dwarves. And as these fires lash out, uh, Keris, you're able to just like duck below the, uh, the crow's nest. The flames sort of go over you. Levy, you see this explosion. Levy, you've seen a lot of explosions. Yeah. Rico, you're inside the boat. You did not close the porthole. Yeah. As these flames just heat up the metal in the hull. And like, you're flammable. And then the flames lick in through the portholes, and there's a part of you that's like, oh, I hope that wasn't me. I have no way of knowing. Yeah, you've got no way of knowing. Because you shot out of the hole and looked away. Yeah. 
So Rico, Rico, how are you looking? I'm okay, actually. Are you? I mean, I'm not great. I took a lot of that. It's <laughs> genuinely, genuinely surprising to me. Oh, you've got resistance to fire, haven't you? Nope. I thought the jacket I gave you gave you resistance to fire. Oh, it fucking did as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, like in which case, I'm looking great. Uh, I love the idea of one of us just sort of like opening the door to uh, to his workroom at some point and him just sort of in, like engulfed in fire, just turning around going, but you are all very aware that A, the back of the boat is on fire. Captain Guy Captain is a husk of a man. Captain Guy Captain, at the top of the round, you will be making death saving throws. Oh no. Levy, you also see the cloud giant is just floating in the water, face down, bobbing and singeing. Yeah. That's something. That's, that's, that's definitely weird. something. That's a weird. If you peer very closely, you'll see the fire giant, like the other side of the dragon, just with like a scowl on its helmeted face. <laughs> Like the helmet itself, it's like taking a marker and just like drawn angry eyebrows on there. <laughs> uh, top of the round, in which case it is Captain Guy, Captain. That is a nine. That is a fail. No. Wait, if the captain dies, do we just own the ship? Oh, no. God. You take on his then debt. A then a competent person is going to come and get oh, the boat. Oh, shit. You then have all of my debt and my unfinished business. You're going to have to go talk to my was fiance and have that okay. conversation with them. And his boss. And my boss. So that was Captain Guy Captain. It is now <laughs> the fire giant yeah. who yells out an order. The boat picks up speed. You see black smoke and embers fly out, joining the clumps of fire material that is coming out. This, this is going to be a disadvantage. Good thing it was. As the boat then picks up speed, causing a huge breaker wave ahead of it. Fortunately, it just screams past you guys. Absolutely beefing its role, getting a, getting a seven wow. to try and collide with you from behind. Um, because what it was going to do, it can't do, because there's no fuel. Does our boat not still move on my turn? I know I'm dead, but the boat will still have pro like propulsion, won't it? It will, you're right. But I have been spinning the wheel as I die, so you know. I'm going to roll a d8 for random movement for the boat. <laughs> as the boat uh, is actually heading in that direction. Good. Just by yeah. Captain Guy Captain's limp corpse. Even in death, I'm a great boat steerer. <laughs> I'd argue only in death. <laughs> oh, his soul uh, hurts. Next up is Keris. Uh, I think Keris uh, looks over the uh, parapet of the crow's nest and kind of goes, ha oh, fuck, and uh, sees, sees Captain Guy Captain laying there. I think she's going to uh, take both sides of her cloak and uh, just jump off the, the, the crow's nest and kind of sugar glide her way down <laughs> to Captain Guy Captain. Um, and I'm, I think it's just going to start kind of slapping him. Not not like on the cheek, just like straight on the head. Just trying to trying to rouse uh, him. Right, roll me a medicine check. I really love the idea of Karis jumping off, realizing the boat is actually moving very fast and being just taken out into sea. <laughs> <laughs> she, she flies out and says, That's that's like the last we ever see of Karis. Regret. <laughs> she ends up as someone, in, just a person in a bottle. I'm a person in a bottle. <laughs> that was a nineteen. Plus four is 23. 23. Captain, go captain. You are stabilized. You are no longer dying. You are not yet uh, awake. You are unconscious. And you'll be unconscious for four hours. So, Karis, do you take Captain, go captain off the wheel? Or did you sort of like weekend at Bernie's his hand to it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I guess I just kind of 
try and take over. Um, All right, then roll me a d20 plus your intelligence. I don't know if you're proficient in steering the ship. I'm not. No. Uh, that is a 10 plus intelligence, which is one. That's an 11. Uh, no advantage, no disadvantage. Good. The good, boat will still good. move on Captain Guy Captain's turn. So it's everything's going to be at a flat roll while Keris attempts to keep things on an even keel, if you will. That's a nautical phrase. Captain Guy Captain's fat. That is also <laughs> For the first time ever. Captain Guy Captain's fucked. How dare um, you? Ah. He was a Lothario back on land. But still saving <laughs> himself for marriage. Next up is Rico. Rico, what do? I'm gonna, I can't see shit out this side of the boat. As far as I'm concerned, everything disappeared. Uh, so Rico's gonna come upstairs, see the chaos and go, hey, he's gonna slick back his hair. Yeah. And like, you know, like when you just come out of the shower, you like run your hand through your hair, you get that like big thing of water that comes off. Like, like sure. you can do that with grease. And then flick it in um, Captain Guy Captain's face and cast Cure Wounds. The power of grease compels you! (laughs) Captain Guy Captain will never know that Rico actually didn't leave him to die. I still can't quite get over big, big, thick water. (laughs) Big, thick water, big, thick boy. You know that big, thick water that comes out of your... (laughs) Big, thick water is my stage name. (laughs) I thought it was big, thick water. Big Thick Walter is my rapping. Big Thick Walter's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> my spells are more potent when I use my gun, so I'm going to shoot healing into <laughs> Captain Guy. I'm going to spin the barrel of my revolver and hope it lands on the heel bullet and shoot Captain Guy Captain for um, 19 points of health. Aww. Can I just step to the side so I'm not in the immediate... I don't want to hide so much as I just want to Do you want to jump in Captain Guy Captain's panic room? Is that what you want to do? No, I want to cha-cha real smooth. (laughs) Okay, you're going to cha-cha real smooth. Next to a barrel. You do so. Next up is the hail giant who is going to position itself behind the cannon. There are the sounds of several tiny feet positioning themselves behind the cannons as well. Just to confirm, Josh, am I now conscious? You are now conscious, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Rico, Rico, like, flicks grease on you. Big, thick globules of oil. Big, thick water. You wake up, Captain Guy Captain, just, like, dozily, and you just see this gun in your face. You open your mouth to scream, and then Rico pulls the trigger, filling your mouth with good juice. So, <laughs> Captain Guy Captain just goes... Yeah, I thought this is what hell would look like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, of course, I'm still on the boat. Yeah, this, yeah. Levy, it's you. Uh, now your turn. Is there anything I can see on their ship that looks like it's very close to the engine or, you know, what would I need to hit to blow this thing up? You'd have to either get another one of the lightning bolts from your arcane cannon that seemed to course through the entire ship okay. or like lob something down the exhaust. Where on the ship is like the smokestack? smokestack. You see those big things in the middle? Yeah. Which is within range of all of the arcane cannon shots apart from the poison spray. Let's do that then. Let's try and... You're going to expend a spell slot? Yeah, I'll burn a spell slot. Cool. Do it. You're going to do another lightning bolt? Yeah, another lightning bolt. I'm aiming for that for the smokestacks. In which case... Can you please roll roll the damage? Because you're just you're just hitting shit. Thirty-seven. Jesus. Yeah, that's a good fucking hit. You fire out another shot, and you see like the hill giant looks up and grabs like a club and tries to like smack this condensed electricity. What it does is it hits the bolt, and then the bolt explodes, hitting the the hill giant in like it's got like some scraps of metal and you see it just like singe underneath that metal then it hits the smokestack and the smokestack again you see the entire ship just like shudder and these chunks of material again flying out the top 
it's like, uh, you know, in a Super Mario game when you hit a boss's weak spot and then it just goes like, gung, 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 gung. that's the vibe. Uh. Hill Giant's still up, Fire Giant presumably still alive. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to do the thing that I've done before where um, I'm going to summon the storm around us and so the wind is in our favour. Yep. The speed of the ship now is 105 feet per round. Wow. Nice. So, Captain Guy Captain. If I use my action to dash, I wonder, I just want to go in like a curve into the mists. Yeah. As quick as I can. Cool, Captain Guy Captain. You sort of just nudge Keris out of the way. You grab control of your ship. You feel powerful. He doesn't feel powerful at all. He feels so weak. He's still a bit on fire. (laughs) As you begin to leave this huge ship in your wake, it is now the turn of the other captain. Wait, do I not roll to steer the ship? Yes, please do. Roll me intelligence plus your proficiency modifier. Thank you for reminding me. That is 11. 11. Uh, neutral fire giant the ship is going to turn ever so slightly and move forwards the hill giant is then going to use its held action to fire five cannons at your ship i'd say that's five too many cannons my dude almost certainly can we all just roll the ship so it just goes underwater (laughs) what like in pirates of the caribbean yeah Yeah. exactly like in pirates of the caribbean we'll just tip it running so pirates of the caribbean (laughs) and michelle was immediately on board yeah whatever (laughs) you hear the sound of five cannons going off and then you hear the sound of five cannonballs flying towards you larger than a normal cannonball these are easily five feet in circumference. You see five cannonballs arc overhead your boat and splash behind you all as not a single fucking one hits. That's really lucky, guys, because this boat is actually limited edition. What? (laughs) (laughs) Only one ever made. We've been on this boat for 10 years and this is when you told us this. (laughs) The XL package. (laughs) I'm super pissed about that. (laughs) I'm so fucking angry. The game wants us to live. Game does want you to live. Not Captain, but everyone else. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So, next in the initiative is Keris. I think uh, Keris is just going to make camp on the back of the ship and she's going to ready a shot for uh, if anything gets in too close. Uh, First of all, she's going to take a bonus action to uh, hide. Roll me a stealth check. That is a 32. (laughs) You believe yourself to be hidden? And I'm just going to sort of uh, hold uh, ready uh, ready a shot. You could be touching someone's eyeball with a 32 stealth and they still don't see you. You could literally (laughs) kill a person while talking to them with a 32 stealth and they wouldn't know it's you. What can I say? Uh, Next up, Rico. It's Rico time. Cursed. (laughs) Fuck it, I'll put a spell slot in and we will do a lightning. Lovely. Fucking finally. Grease lightning. (laughs) Grease lightning, there we go. as you as you run up, Rico, you see like these spiny devils just like fly in front of Levy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, Mike, I, 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 actually, I would like to not push Levy off and instead just do the Fonz thing, where I just go bang on the top and just. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, not going to make your roll to hit because it's a save. It's pointed in roughly the right direction. I assume you're going to aim for the hill, giant. <laughs> aim for the hills. Yeah. Aim for the hills, Romy. Sixty ten. 29. Lovely. As, uh, let's see if Hank the Hill Giant... Oh, now we know his name. Yeah, don't name him. We can't kill him now. Yeah, it's like when we learned Captain Guy Captain's name. Captain Guy Captain's not his name. Rico Rico has called him Guy out of, like, pure coincidence, and Captain Guy Captain's like, yeah, he knows my name. Rico does not know that that's his name. You fire out this lightning bolt, it strikes the ship, another huge burst of electrical energy arcs across the entire thing, causing more debris to be thrown out the top. 
there's no like higher pitched screaming on the boat anymore. Well, we've done a genocide. <laughs> I'm just informing you. Thank you, Rico. Bonus action? You'd like that, wouldn't you? If you got one. I won't be doing any of them. Okay, good. Next up is the hill giant, who's going to use its action to load just one cannon now, because it's it's just him on its own. Oh. That is going to hit. That's a 27. Is that you for? It is going to go for the arcane cannon. Uh, Rico, you will take 15 uh, bludgeoning damage as this cannon just... And you, like you've just fired a really good shot. Yeah. And like from the smoke of it, you don't see this cannonball. You think it's just a bit of debris. And then it flies and just like you see it coming towards you. And before you even have time to be like, oh, Gabagoo, it just strikes you. Rico is like sent colliding into like a mast or something. And he's just like laying on the floor and just goes, pulls out a match and just like lights it against the floor and just like puts his thing and just. <laughs> You're bleeding. Hey. Hey, hey, what's coming out of my body is my business. <laughs> that is the hill giant's turn. Next up is Levy. I'm going to summon a storm onto this ship. Cool. Onto our ship? No, onto oh. the enemy ship. I thought you were going to make it rain about the fire. The ship is still on fire and it is taking damage every round, just so you're aware. Ooh. It just says I can cause it to stop raining. I can't make rain. What spell's that? It's not. It's my storm guide. Tell you what, roll me a spellability check if you want to try and make it rain. All right, yeah, let's, let's do that. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, that'll do it. You sort of lean into this thunderous power that you have and the clouds around you just sort of gather. And it's almost like sympathetic gathering it's like this sympathetic magic and they just sort of start raining down you look up and the clouds do kind of look like the form of a of a father figure who loves and respects you just a little bit <laughs> captain captain guy captain you don't recognize it uh, <laughs> the flames you feel may be extinguished in the next round or so as it is a light drizzle um yeah that's that's lovely that's all she's gonna do she's gonna concentrate on the rain and put this fire out thank you very much michelle thank you very much levy next up top of the round captain guy captain uh, i just want to go straight into the mist okay uh roll me a steering check um there's a 12 on a steering check but i'm just 12. going straight right Captain, Guy Captain, you take this fucking boat and you gaze at the mass of grey and black clouds in front of you. You take a gulp, you clench your buttocks. I close my eyes. Close yeah. your eyes, let out like a small scream, like, ah! And you aim the test drive into the black mists. The second you get into the black mists, you cannot see beyond them. Around you is darkness and the night, as far as you can tell. Sound is muffled. You can just hear waves up against the side of the boat. And then a low rumble starts. And at first, you're not sure if it's the cannons behind you or if it's something else entirely. And you start to hear, like, voices but you can't quite tell where they are. But you can hear the winds, but they're not affecting the sounds. Captain, go captain, roll me a d20. Oh, no. 13? And now roll me a d100. So it's a six, then. You are all in dim light with this just strange cacophony of noise around you. Your boat seems to have, like, a soft glow about it. Guys, I realised that, um... Captain, the person... go Captain, the oh, second no. you open your mouth to speak, pink bubbles float out of it, and you are unable to speak. Whoa. bubble fuck. If any of you try to speak, pink bubbles come out of your mouth, 
and no sound follows it. But the sound of badness and combat around you ceases. And all is just this weirdness. This dark landscape, these black waves. Uh, I'm going to walk downstairs to go and fix the bow. Absolutely. And then as I do it, I'm just going to cast message uh, without looking uh, to Levy and then afterwards to Karis to say, there's a whole other Does message have a verbal component? You have to whisper it. Does it work at all? Uh, Levy and Karis, you, you just hear... Okay, then. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to um, pull out a match. I'm going to light the match, and the smoke is going to form into the words. Uh, I get 25 words using my magical tinkering. <laughs> Hole in the side of the boat. I'll fix it. Forget about it. So that's one word. Forget about <laughs> it. Yeah, I get that. How will you be fixing that? Uh, well, I've got wood carver's tools. Yeah, probably. You've probably got, like, the, the nautical equivalent of one of those tyre repair kits. I've got a barrel of, barrel of wood. Yeah, so roll me a wood carving tool check. 32. You are able to repair the holes in the side of the ship. Yay! As the test drive recovers most of the damage that it took in that combat, actually. After half an hour, once the ship is repaired, you are able to speak again. Hey. I've just been going. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this this kind of stuff just kind of happens around here, then, huh? Do we need to be concerned that Andy seemed like the one who kind of thought we'd be able to navigate where we are, but Andy's not here? <laughs> yeah, but that's fine because we've got to not know where we're going. So. And Andy knows where we're going, so we don't know where we're going, so we're actually on the right course. So we'll get there, I understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're actually we're actually doing fine. Anyone else remember what that thing said? We have to get lost, right? Yeah. That was the crux of it, yeah. Well, I think we're lost. I'm still bleeding and, and a little bit burnt. Um Do you want a nap? Oh really? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, weird that. Um, I might. Yeah, I might need a, a snooze or a yeah, just a little. If you need to go down for um a little bit of a sleep, I'm sure we can sort it um until you get back. I can steer the boat while you're sleeping. Yes, yeah. so we almost lost you there. I almost had you as a doll. You've got to be careful. I kind of uh like reach up and sort of pat pat your cheek, and I go next time, okay? Uh, and sort of walk, walk, walk. <laughs> Walk away. Uh, I'm, Guys, has anyone has anyone checked the sticker? Yes, fine. I'm going to walk over and check Andy. <laughs> I, I wrapped her up in a in a, <laughs> oh, a, a half did, yes. burrito. Andy appears to be fine. She's still breathing gently. Um, occasionally, like you see her eyes flicker just underneath the eyelids, and like sometimes the glow around her glows a bit stronger and then fades away again. Um, I'm going to put my arm around Captain Guy Captain and, and like start walking him to the room. <laughs> Don't check out. I'm like, look, you got you got you just got to lay down. It's going to be fine. The sticker's fine. I will check on it. But just so I understand, if it got damaged in that attack that just happened on us, you know, we were innocent in that. That's not our fault, is it? It's wear and tear. General wear yeah, and tear. Right. That's, I mean, that's their fault, right? as much as, like, they did start the fight, I think the war gongs, I think they are, like, you know, tracked how many times the gong rings. And um, I think the fact that we're actually off the test route means that, you know, there might be some liability. But you've said the stick is fine, so I've yeah, got no oh, need to yeah, worry. Well, 
Well, I thought, you know, I just thought for future, for future, you know, reference, just so I know that, you know, even if it's not our fault, you're going to hold us responsible. I understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out of my hands. That's big guy. You know, he's very strict at, like, it's got to stay intact. Uh, Captain Guy Captain does have a feature against uh, bullshit semantics. Unfortunately, <laughs> he does have an immunity to that condition. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. when, when Captain Guy Captain says the big guy, yeah, he's is he talking about God? <laughs> I work for a business. <laughs> you can roll an insight check if you want. I, Rico doesn't care. I'm rolling. <laughs> Rico don't give a shit. Rico does not. 18. Uh, Captain Guy Captain's obviously talking about his employer. Yeah. Who, who Captain Guy Captain fears his employer? That's been like fairly consistent. I want to pass my probation. Is Big Guy Captain Guy Captain's dad? Is Captain Guy Captain actually Captain Guy Captain <laughs> Jr.? And the big guy, <laughs> Captain Guy, Captain Junior the second, Captain Big Guy, Captain. <laughs> he's he's little Captain Guy, Captain Junior the second. Uh, you wouldn't know because Captain Guy Captain doesn't talk about his dad. So here you are, middle of the day, surrounded by mist, unable to see five feet in front of you, but your boat has a soft glow about it. Around you are just now what was sort of weird combat storm sounds. It's now just nebulous nothingness and sometimes it's like your ears are trying to find sound you know when you're in a really quiet place and your ears are searching for just a scrap of noise but it's just you and the mist and the creaking of your boat um i think whilst uh captain guy captain is asleep i think i'll pop one of the peg dolls just um in in the um half or burrito with andy it is gonna be hands that, that goes in with her and uh i be good okay what <laughs> you, f- <laughs> you fucking flirt <laughs> no shut up now hands no shut up shut the fuck up okay good 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 none of you hear any noise other than uh, Keris. Yeah. Uh, Rico's going to go fix the rest of the boat now he can talk. Cool. But he's going to do it in that way where he doesn't use his hands. He just kicks it. You know when you kick a tyre? <laughs> just kicks it and can't mend it. Sure. Yeah, you're able to do that, Rico. You uh, just go around and... Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like a really slow-mo stomp performance. Just like <laughs> kicking and, and like and like fonts hitting stuff to fix everything. It's like stomp, but without like the conviction. Yeah. Captain Go Captain is sleeping. Levy is at the wheel. Rico is walking around kicking stuff. Keris, what are you doing, sorry? I think I'll probably go up to the crow's nest again and just keep a lookout for anything in the mists cool. uh, whatsoever. Keris, you go to the top of the crow's nest. Roll me a perception check, please. Uh, that'll be a 24. Keris, as you start to climb up to the crow's nest, you hear a whispering in your ear, and it's just like... Oh, the dolls. Keris, you hear those sounds, and you recognise the voice of a doll whose name is Gladys. Not Gladys. It's Gladys is downstairs right now. Gladys is downstairs right now. Gladys is not one of your bandolier dolls. I think Tom is, Tom is highly fucking terrified, but um, Keris sort of uh, starts climbing back down from the crow's nest, shaking her head and going, no, 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 Gladys, this is not your place. What are you doing up here? And uh, goes to... Uh, <laughs> Is to check the fucking room full of dolls that I've created. So this is the first time that we've been in Keris's room. Keris, you scurry down the ladder, go down below deck, going down the steps. You're holding up your dress, sort of, so you don't step on the edges of it. And you see your room, and you've got like weird carvings on the door of your room anyway. 
you open it, you sort of bustle in like a mother, sort of trying to make sure that her, her kids are behaving properly. And you see uh, all of your porcelain dolls sat around a table. And there is a pot of tea in the middle of it. And there is steam coming out of the spout of the teapot. <laughs> and you see them all sat there. They're all sat there. They're not moving. But the teapot raises up and pours itself into each of the cups. This is not normal behaviour. No, no. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, reassessing that. Um, so I do have blind sense. Um, anything that is hidden or any creature that is hidden or invisible within 10 feet of me, I can see. Mm-hmm. Do I see any sort of invisible creatures? No. Okay. Roll me an arcana check. Uh, that is 16. You don't sense any creatures on this plane of existence. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, no. Uh-huh. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Tom's hands are actually slick with sweat, right? <laughs> um, cool. So is there a is there a free chair for carriers? There is a free chair. It's right at the head of the table. I think um, I will check my bags as I walk, just sort of stealthily check just that mm-hmm. I've got the fist-sized uh, shape in yep. one of my pockets. Yep, yep. I've got the, the dagger at my side. I've got... Um, all of your stuff is there, heart and soul. Knowing that I have all of them, I kind of... Take a seat at the head of the table. You feel as though something has sat down at the other end of the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> or some, okay. someone has sat down at the other end of the table. Cool. Sensing this presence, would you allow me to uh, make some form of insight check to see if I recognise um, this presence? Yes, absolutely, Romy, an insight check. You may do so at advantage. 17. What's the name of the person who raised you? Yeah, that's uh, Granny Welk. That'd be Granny Welk. You recognise that voice, it's not Gwendolyn. It's Granny Welk. Whilst Keris looks like a uh, sort of impish child a lot of the time, um, I think any kind of luster just falls away and Mm -hmm. for the cinematic uh, sort of uh, view, um, she looks very much like the young girl that she kind of is really uh, or like you know physically um and she Mm -hmm. says um how did you find me you didn't get lost you found me and then at the end of the table stepping in from the ethereal plane appears this hag in her human-ish form pale skin sort of tattered salt and pepper black hair tied up coral sort of sticking out of her a bit hunched with robes around her and little dolls sort of poking out of pockets bits of straw as well she sits down she conjures a chair underneath her she sits down picks up a teacup it's been an awfully long time Keris. how nice of you to seek me out and let me in and that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god. There's one track called Meat Corridor. I won't be using that. What is the vibe of Meat Corridor? Do you want to hear Meat Corridor before we get into it? I was about to say, Josh, you might not be using it.
I will. Oh my god, is this meat corridor? This is meat corridor. Is it is it just my inner ears or is there squelching? I hope it's th- there is I- squelching. Yes, that's, it's called meat corridor. Thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine using something called meat corridor and then not being a squelching sound? I, I'd, I'd, I'd want my money back. Uh, <laughs> 